0: And welcome to Friends and Family, the podcast where sit down my family and talk about friends.
1: I'm Troy. I'm Kenna. Katie. Take
0: the microphone out of the stand here. It'll be easier this way. Okay. So, today, we are talking about Friends Season 2, Episode 4, The One with Phoebe's Husband. The original air date was October 12th, 1995, directed by Gail Mancuso, one of the two, and this episode has an IMDb rating of 7.8 out of 10. Uh, Kenna, what's this episode about?
1: All right. So Ross is struggling with his sex life with Julie. Rachel tries to help. If mm. you can't see it, I'm doing quotes. Yeah. Um, Chandler finds himself playing a girl like a fiddle, and Phoebe gets a meeting from her husband that we didn't know about.
0: Yeah. Playing a girl like a fiddle. <laughs> that's, the way to, that's the way to put it. <laughs> so. Uh, we start with the cold open. Rachel is talking on the phone with her mom, talking about a woman who was attacked, presumably.
1: Oh, can we pause already? Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite
2: outfits that she wears.
0: I was going to talk about everybody's clothes yeah, in general.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. a good one.
0: Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think they finally really got like into their characters, and the costumers know. Like, what the character should wear. Yes. Like Because we see them pretty much in similar outfits from these, pretty much the entire mm-hmm. run. So.
1: And this is one of the ones that people will pick for Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. is the USA shirt. The USA
0: with, like, the skirt and the tights. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Um, so Rachel says that a woman, that that woman was 10 blocks from there. And she was walking alone at night, and she would never do that. She tells her mom to relax because it's a safe neighborhood. It's a safe building. And that's when a pigeon flies in, <laughs> scares her, and she has to hang up the phone. Um, the pigeon lands on the table onto a sprawled-out newspaper. Now, I watched this on Max. I'm assuming that's where you guys watched it.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you going to talk about the thing that I was going to bring up?
0: Was it the rooster noise?
1: Yes. Why yes. is it a rooster noise? I've noticed this for years <laughs> and I always go, why the rooster?
0: Is it the same on the DVD?
1: It's. I'm pretty sure it's the same on the DVD. That's and weird. In a future episode, when there is a rooster, it's the exact same sound mm. bite.
0: I don't. It's like it's like they had a sound that was labeled bird, and they're like that one. <laughs>
2: It'll work for a pigeon.
0: Yeah. It, it was. There was a weird couple weird cuts there too, and it was. It was weird. Yeah. It's, it's odd. No, it's
1: not even like a. Like a caca. Mm-mm. It's a full. It's a rooster. <laughs> yeah. Sound. It's that's
0: a rooster a turkey, noise. That's but a yeah.
1: turkey. The <laughs> cockadoodle doo. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I just got off work. <laughs>
0: Kenna also has that sound in her brain. Bird <laughs> <clicks on> her. <laughs> Um. So, uh, Rachel slowly walks over to the stove. Stove grabs a pot, telling the pigeon, "It's not for you." She grabs a pot and lid, and slowly walks over to the bird, telling it to read the family circus, enjoy the gentle comedy. Even though the family circus was nowhere in that newspaper, by the way. Because the family circus was like one panel, pretty big panel. And, there was a, and it was a circle. Circle. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember the, those. The, their dumb little family there. I mm-hmm. hate the family circus. Aww. Do you like the family circus?
2: I do like the family circus. I, I like the old
1: couple. I always forget what that one's called.
0: The old couple. Mm hmm. Remember.
1: Pretty popular one.
0: I was going to ask if you guys ever read like actual newspaper comic strips. Yes. Did you?
1: Mm-hmm. For funsies, but I don't remember names.
0: Because mm. my favorite was always Garfield.
1: That one was the
2: most funny, too. Yeah, I like Garfield. I know a lot of
0: people hate Garfield for some reason, but I always really liked him. It was actually a thing in middle school or junior high, depending on where you're listening to this, where you would have like uh, a paperback compilation of. Like old Garfield comic strips, that like sold it at like bookstores and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <clears throat> so Rachel slowly lowers the pot on the bird and puts the lid on it. However, she puts it down, scoops it over to the lid and flips the whole thing over, and you can see. The, uh, there's a fishing line. Oh, like a wire on mm-hmm. the bird? Attached to the bird.
2: <laughs> on his ankle. <laughs>
0: yeah. I just saw that today. Same. So when the bird flies off, they don't lose track of it. <laughs> um, then there's a knock at the door, and she says, it's open, you guys, which she should know it's not her friends because they never knock.
1: No, they never Clearly,
0: knock. it's not them. So... That's when a man opens it, and that's when we get our guest star alert, our first guest star alert.
2: Yep. Steve, I can't say his last name. Zahn. Zahn. Okay. I was going to say Zahn. Zahn. He was born in Marshall, Minnesota in, or on November 13th, 1967, 91 acting credits, including Sahara, Rescue Dawn, Joyride, and War for the Planet of the Apes.
0: And one of my favorite films, which is That Thing You Do.
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to say, mm-hmm. too. I and love him. Daddy yep. Daycare.
0: And I Daddy Daycare. I love him in Daddy Daycare. That's right. Yeah, he's really so funny. funny. I like him. Um. Uh. He says hi. The man, we don't know his name yet, says hi. And Rachel says, can I help you? He's, he asks if Phoebe still lives there. Rachel says no, but I can get a message to her. He says, great, just tell her husband to stop by. And Rachel is shocked and says her what? Taking the lid off the pot, causing the pigeon to fly out. The man looks amazed and asks, how did how you do that?
2: I have a story about trapping something in a pot. Okay. Because it doesn't work. Okay. But it was a giant snake. In the first house we moved into, we walked in and there was a giant snake just chilling on the floor. All right. I try to trap it with the pot, it did not work.
0: Didn't work? No. no. Don't know
2: where that snake went.
0: Oh, good. You lost track of it. That's that's great.
1: You should have put some fishing line on it.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Tied it to its tail. Yep. Uh,
0: Okay, so we got the credits. After the credits, we cut back to Monica and Rachel's. Everyone is there, and Joey says, this is unbelievable, Phoebs. How can you be married? Phoebe replies that she's not married married and says that he's gay and from Canada, needed a green card. Monica, Monica says she can't believe she married Duncan, which is apparently this guy's name, and asks how she didn't tell her. Uh, they lived together and told each other everything. Phoebe apologizes and, said, and says that she knew if she told her that she'd get all judgmental and would not approve. Monica says, of course she wouldn't approve because Phoebe was totally in love with this guy and asked what the hell she was thinking. And Rostin adds, and you thought she'd be judgmental. Phoebe says that she wasn't in love with him and was just helping out a friend. Monica Monica replies that when he left town, that Phoebe stayed in her pajamas for a month and she said she saw her eat a cheeseburger, which gets a gasp from the others. Monica says, well, didn't you? Phoebe shyly replies, I might have. Um... Monica says, I can't believe you didn't tell me. Phoebe replies, oh, come on, like you tell me everything. Um, Monica says, "Let's." Uh, sorry, <laughs> I missed a line here. Monica says, something to the effect of, tell me one thing I didn't tell you or something like that. Sorry, I forgot to write it down. He says, oh, I don't know. How about the fact that the underwear out there on the telephone pole is yours from when you were having sex with Fun Bobby on the terrace? Everyone is shocked and gets up and runs over to the window. Monica points and said, who told you? While well, Chandler looks awkwardly, and she points at him and says, you are dead meat. Chandler says, I didn't know it was a big secret. <laughs> he kind of shakes her finger. <laughs> um... <clears throat> uh monica replies no it's not it's not that big kind of on lines of same lines as having a third nipple y'all run over to chandler and phoebe asks you have a third nipple chandler looks at monica and says you bitch ross excitedly says whip it out whip it out
1: i find it really hard to believe that ross has never seen it Given my, that they were roommates.
0: My next thing I wrote was Ross didn't know about it. Weren't they college roommates?
1: For like, I mean, what, two years?
0: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Joey Might knows. I like all four. Yeah, I think it was all through college. Yeah. Joey knows. Clearly he's seen it.
1: Uh, but Ross is kind of weird. I bet he had like a weird changing rule. he probably did probably he probably did. did. He was like uh-uh you don't take your clothes off in here you go down to the bathroom
0: yeah no bare skin <laughs> in the common area i can hear him saying it
2: yep
0: um chandler says there's nothing to see it's totally useless which rachel replies as opposed to your other multifunctional nipples joey says i can't believe you you told me it was a nubbin ross looks at him and says joy what do you think a nubbin was Joey, Joey answers, I don't know. You see something, you hear a word. That's what I thought it was. My whole my, one of my biggest issues with this scene is that Ross is standing on the couch and Monica doesn't say anything.
1: A white couch. A
0: white couch with his shoes and Monica doesn't say anything about it.
1: Also, out of character for Ross.
0: Hmm. Because
1: they grew up the same way and they're both weird about cleanliness. So it seems weird that Ross would stand on a couch with shoes.
0: That is odd. Um, so, everyone runs over to Chandler wanting to see it, and in order to get the focus off of him, he shouts that Joey was in a porno movie. Everyone is shocked, and Chandler says, if I'm going down, I'm taking everybody with me. Joey says he was young and just wanted a job, but the last minute he couldn't go through with it, so he let him be the guy who comes in to fix the copier, but can't because there's people having sex on it as he says <laughs> everybody's amazed for a second then immediately turns back to chandler ross asks him um what it uh what it looks like or what shape it is excuse me uh phoebe asks if there's a hair on it and joey asks what happens if you flick it <laughs> um have you ever known anybody with a third nipple <laughs> lisa they admitted it no. 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 Me neither.
2: 1 in 15 people have them though. 1 in 15? Mm-hmm. And it's mostly men.
0: Really? Mhm. Huh. Hmm.
1: Does it act... do we know if it actually looks it's like a third very, nipple? No, it's
2: very very non-noticeable.
0: Just kind of like a bump. It's just
2: like a little bump. Mhm.
1: Can you really even call it that or is it just like a fancy skin tag at that point? <laughs>
0: <laughs> third <laughs> nipple <laughs> or fancy skin tag? <laughs> That was my favorite '80s game show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen one. So I guess I, I don't know. know. You guys just <laughs> seem to know about the third nipples. I, I just, didn't
0: know it was one in fifteen. That was all, Katie.
2: <laughs> this is knowledge from health class back
0: mm, in the day. Okay. I'm guessing that it's it is just a little bump, but it's probably close to the one of the other ones, and so. I don't know.
2: Okay, now we gotta see. Don't look that up. I'm gonna.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, while Katie's doing that, um, we're at Central Perk. Chandler, Ross, and Julie are sitting on the couch. Chandler's reading a magazine, and Ross asks him if it does anything special. Chandler replies, why, yes, Ross. Pressing my third nipple opens the delivery entrance to the magical land of Narnia. Julie says you know in some cultures having a third nipple is a sign of virility you get the best huts and women dance naked around you Chandler asks if any of those cultures are in the tri-state area um what did you find out
2: (laughs) it it looks like like a fancy skin tag I knew it it does it looks like a mole yeah but look how off his nipples are I'm just saying that is (laughs) weird
0: like that excuse me sir you <laughs> have weird off nipples um ross looks at julie and says you are so amazing is there anything you don't know and he kisses her as rachel angrily looks on from the counter rachel then mockingly says "Ooh, julie's so smart julie's so special Monica says that she wanted her to hook up with Ross as much as she did, but he's with her now, so just going to have to let it go. Or excuse me, just have to get over it. To which Rachel replies, oh, I'm just going to have to get over it. I didn't know that's what I had to do. I'm just going to have to get over it. That's when Phoebe walks in, looking amazing, by the way. Yeah, she does. Phoebe looks incredible in this episode.
2: Yeah. She looks like a life-size
0: Barbie.
2: Mhm. Uh, Lisa Kudrow looks like a life-size Barbie. Yeah.
1: In she's general, she's mm-hmm. a very beautiful girl, lady, woman. Woman.
0: <laughs> in
1: in the show, I'd consider her still a girl. Well, yeah. She's supposed to be in her twenties. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Supposed to be. Supposed
1: yeah. to
0: be. But yeah, like each one, each one of them has a particular episode where they look really, really good. And to me, this is Phoebe's. This is Phoebe's episode. Um so they ask her where she's going and she says she's going to meet Duncan. He's skating skating tonight at the garden. He's in the capades. Uh Joey asks, the ice capades? Chandler says no, the gravel capades. The turns aren't as fast, but when Snoopy falls, funny. Have you guys ever been to an ice show?
1: Yes. Disney. Disney. Disney on, on ice? ice? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I figured that was probably the case because I looked up if ice capades are even a thing anymore, and they're not really. Like the only ice show still in existence is like Disney on Ice. That's it.
2: Grandma took us to that. Yeah, I I have
1: faded glimpses. I think I was like Mm -hmm. three. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I've never been. I never had the desire to go to, to any sort of ice show because it just it doesn't look like a good time to me mm. there's there's stupid kids everywhere there's there's the the costumes are weird and they never really fit right and it's it looks awkward everything <laughs> about it looks awkward.
1: There's usually a lot of stuff that happens in the air too. So then what's kind of the point of being on ice? That's true. So much of it happens in the air.
0: I would even say what's the point of being on ice period? Like why? Why?
2: Yeah.
0: Why the ice? Why do you need Woody and Buzz skating around? Like what? What does that do for anybody?
2: a man's version of Disneyland.
0: I guess
2: well, <laughs> you get to even, see the characters. It's so expensive. I was gonna say. It's,
0: I think it's pricey, but uh It's not that bad. Yeah. Never had any interest to go to any sort of ice show.
1: I think it's probably Disney's worst production,
0: in my opinion. Mm. Probably. I'm sure they probably don't throw a whole lot of money at it. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just use costumes and they all smell bad, I'm sure.
2: Smell like vomit.
0: Yeah. So, Monica tells Phoebe that she can't believe she dressed up for him, that she's setting herself up all over again. Phoebe says, okay, no. For your information, I'm going to see him so I can put all those feelings behind me. She says, and the reason I'm dressed like this is because I think it's nice to look nice for your gay husband. Ross is holding a, a container and says, darn it, we're all out of milk. Hey, Chandler, would you fill me up here? Chandler, looking very annoyed, says, oh, oh, I see, because the third nipple thing. And then fake, fake laughs, which turns into an angry grunt. Which is something I've done in the past. I've done that seems, same thing.
1: Same, same, yep. Chandler's really one who's able to dish it out, but can't take it, though.
0: Not really. Not that we would know anybody that. like that. right? right? Yeah. Mm.
1: I know lots of people like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes, you're right. Once it turns back on him, he tends to...
1: It's a common theme. Yeah. He does not like it. Yeah.
0: Uh, cut to later at the coffee shop. Ross is saying goodbye to Julie. He lays on the couch and starts to, as Rachel, starts to clean up and playfully kicks her in the butt. Rachel says, hey, then he does it again. And she says, hey, come on, cut it out.
2: Listen, though. Mm -mm. Listen, though. Mm -mm. Listen. Mm -mm. Listen. Listen. Listen.
0: Listen. What's happening?
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's the day and age. Okay. But I like the chemistry, the flirty energy, just because it was actually David and Jennifer. Okay. Like, their chemistry. That's what I like about it. I mean yeah go ahead Can I? okay
0: i mean that fair point
2: does julie have eyes can she see the chemistry
1: i hate ross for this so much you have a girlfriend and you're full on flirting with rachel still trying to get something from her mm. but claiming that you're so happy and in a relationship
0: yeah i mean julie was gone at this point
1: yeah she but it's leave. been it's He's told her how crazy he is about her. That's and true. I like Rachel so much.
0: And it has, we do learn that it, she's been dating him for a couple of months at this point. Yeah. So I'm sure there's been other.
1: And Rachel practically admitted it to her. So I feel like Julie's holding it to be- together better, but I don't think she likes it much. Hmm. I wouldn't. I don't think anybody would. He's really disrespectful with his girlfriends when it comes to Rachel.
0: He Extremely. Is. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, Ross says, hey, can I ask you something? Rachel says, sure. Ross then says, "Yeah," and gets up. Rachel says, what? Come on, talk to me. Russell said, Russell? <laughs> Ross says, okay, and asks her, what's the longest you've been in a relationship before having the sex? Um, and Rachel looks confused for a second and says, why, who's not, are you and Julie not having sex? Ross says, technically, no. Rachel asks, is, if, is it because she's so cold in bed or is it because she's kind of bossy, makes it feel like school? <laughs> Ross says, no, she's great. And it's not like we haven't done anything. I mean, we do plenty of other stuff like Rachel quickly cuts them off. And says she doesn't need to know the details. This is the woman he's been pining after for years, by the way. Yeah. Going back to what you were saying, Kenna. And now he's just like, here's this other girl, and here's all the stuff we've been doing. Anyway.
2: I don't want to know
1: anything about that
0: from anybody.
1: Now, let's be in Ross's shoes, too, again, and think about, okay, you've been pining after this girl. Mm Mm-hmm. You've only been dating Julie for a couple months. Yeah. Something with Rachel could still potentially happen down the line. Yeah. Are you going to tell her every little nitty gritty detail with your current girlfriend? Because then think back later and then go, oh, well, that's awkward now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or well, if you did that, it could be like, how can he do that with her but not with me? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of problems there.
1: Ross is a problem.
0: <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> Rachel quickly cuts him off and says she doesn't need to know the details. Ross says that it's him. He's only been with one woman his whole life, and she turned out to be a lesbian. And he says that he's got himself all psyched out, and now it's become a thing. He says um, that she must think that he's weird, and Rachel says no, she doesn't think it's weird. In fact, she thinks it's sexy. She says, let me tell you something. As a woman, there's nothing sexier than a man who does not want to have sex. Ross says, no kidding. Rachel continues and says, in fact, you know what I would do? I'd wait. Then she, then she says, I'd wait and wait. and Then I'd wait some more. She then says, I don't care how much she wants it. I don't care if she begs, if she tells you she's going to have sex with another man. That just means it's working. Ross asks, Women really want this? Rachel says confidently, More than jewelry. Or jewelry. She pats him on the back, struts away. Ross has a PhD. <laughs> Yeah. He's supposedly a very intelligent man. I, I, look, look, listen, I know it's a sitcom. I know, you know, you got to suspend your disbelief by the premise, by the bit. I get all that, but come on.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, he's got a PhD, but they're not like, Hey, here's our class on girls.
0: That's true. He's but... a
1: paleontologist.
0: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I think he would be a bit more... Man
1: has been into dinosaurs his whole life. (laughs) Just opened his eyes to women.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You just think he'd be a bit more discerning and and able to pick up on stuff a bit better, but apparently not. So, we're now at Madison Square Garden. Phoebe enters the dressing room where Duncan is taking off his skates dress as a matador. She walks in, and they embrace, fairly awkwardly, Duncan says, look at you, you look great. And Phoebe responds, do I? Um, Thank you, so do you, sparkly. Uh, Then Phoebe says, so this is pretty wonderful, huh? Mr. Major Capades guy. Phoebe says, I remember when you were just like King Friday and Mr. Rogers ice is nice. Duncan says, yeah, you always said I'd make it. Phoebe responds, yeah, well, you know, kind of spooky that way. And she goes, ooh. <laughs> Duncan says, I've, I've missed you. Um, then they hug, and he says, I'm going to get changed. And Phoebe doesn't let the hug go. Phoebe finally lets go of him, and he goes to change, and she says, "Olay." He looks at her confused and she says, Because the whole Matador thing. He laughs awkwardly and shuts the door. Uh, Phoebe then says to herself, Olay. <laughs> gives her a sarcastic <laughs> laugh, and mocking herself. So we're then at Ross's apartment. Ross and Julie are setting the table. Ross hands Julie a big bowl and says, Can you hold this for a second? She says, Sure. And then he kisses her. As they are kissing, the other friends walk in and Chandler says, uh, Julie. They stop kissing, and Chandler says, Sorry, you had a paleontologist on your face, but it's gone now. You're all right. Ross pulls Rachel uh, aside and wants to thank her for their little talk. Rachel says, No problem. Uh, So you're going to go with the waiting thing? Ross says, Well, I was going to, but after I talked to you, I talked to Joey. They then both look at Joey, who immediately looks away. Uh, Rachel asks, what did he say? Ross says that Joey told him to get over himself and just do it. Ross then says, so I thought about what you said, and I thought about what he said, and his way, I get to have sex tonight, so. Rachel chuckles awkwardly as he walks away. (sighs) This whole thing is problematic. This whole thing. (laughs) This whole situation is ridiculous.
1: Also, yet again, he pulls her aside, privately, in front of Julie. Yep. Again. Again. Yeah.
2: So bizarre.
0: Uh, um,
1: but also, he realizes he doesn't have to take either bit of advice. He can just do what he wants, right?
0: Apparently He's not. He's looking
1: at it like, I only have these two options.
0: Yeah. Apparently not. <laughs> um. So then there's a cut where a commercial would be. Then when we come back, we're still at Ross's apartment. Chandler says, what's this in my pocket? Why is Joey's porno movie? It's a VHS. How big are Chandler's pockets?
1: That well, was the my 90s question. 90s pockets in dude pants, I feel like, went down to the knee.
0: 90s pockets were big. You're <laughs> right. They were.
1: Because you had bulkier stuff. Mm-hmm. Husband now has everything big is...
2: Slick and small, yeah. Like women's jeans or pants, like you can put two fingers in there. That's about mm-hmm. it. Do you know why?
1: I hate it because the marketing teams don't want women ruining their shapes with stuff in their pockets. Right on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember wearing some pretty big pocketed pants back in the day.
1: Any chinos?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I sting whole books down in my pockets. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Ross says pop it in. And Chandler looks at Joey, who says, I'm fine with it. If you're okay watching a video filled with two nippled people. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel says, Great, people having sex. That's just what I would need to see. Ross says, What's wrong with people having sex? Rachel says, Well, these movies are offensive and degrading to women. And females <laughs> and the lighting is always unflattering. And she says, Monica, help me out here. Monica responds, Hell, I want to see Joey.
2: Why are they so excited? He already told them what they do what he does.
0: He they just comes
2: it. in there to Yeah. Basically watch. And he's not even embarrassed. I
1: don't know why they keep harping on it, because he's not embarrassed. No. That's because he's not doing anything in the movie. He's just
0: sitting there. I would also say have you ever had a group of friends that you would be comfortable watching a porno nope. movie in no. front of? No, absolutely. no, no, absolutely
2: no, no, no.
0: Also, oh, I don't know, your sibling.
2: Again,
1: <laughs> weird with Ross uh, and Monica. Uh-huh. And they're weird. they're sitting by each other, aren't they? Or is she sitting by Chandler? She's, she's sitting, sitting by Chandler. She's yeah, sitting by Chandler. Chandler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's either Ross or Chandler that she's sitting by, and she's like dancing mm-hmm. and like getting into it. Yeah. it's weird.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, no.
1: No, I get uncomfortable if somebody kisses on screen too long and somebody's sitting next to me. <laughs> let alone. Like this.
0: <laughs> yeah, let alone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just as you were saying, cheesy porno mu- music starts, uh, starts playing and Julie asks if there's some kind of story. Do they just start doing it? There's Then there's a moan and Julie says, oh, never mind. Um.
1: I do like Julie.
0: I like Julie too. Yeah, I think I think she fits in well. If it weren't for mm-hmm. Rachel,
1: yeah, I think out of all of his girlfriends, yeah, I like her the best. Yeah. Oh, I like Mona.
2: I don't like Mona. <laughs> Sorry. Further down the road,
0: <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. I I would say Julie's probably the best fit for Ross, and then Kathy was the best fit for Chandler. Absolutely, I yeah. love Kathy. As much as I like Monica and Chandler together, I think Kathy was a better fit for him. Mm-hmm.
1: Kathy was. Yeah. But yeah, I like Julie or Charlie for Ross.
0: Oh, Charlie! That's right. Yeah. 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 We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yep. Yeah. We're yep, yep, yep. Yep.
1: Yep. Sorry.
0: Um, Chandler says, "Now, wait a minute. That's the craziest typing test I've ever seen." Uh, Monica says. All I say is she better get the job, which Ross responds, "Look like he's the one getting the job. Joey says, uh, here I come, here I come. He starts to narrate the film and says, see, I'm coming to fix a copier. I can't get to the copier. I'm thinking, what do I do? What do I do? So I just watch them have sex. Joey continues. He says, then I say, wait, wait, here's my line. Uh, Joey in the porno says, you know, that's bad for the paper tray. <laughs> Makes me think, what were they doing to the paper tray? Anyway.
2: <laughs>
0: saying. Chandler, Jan- Chandler says, nice work, my friend. Joey says, thanks. Uh, wait, you see, me, you see me again? Hang on, the guy's butt's blocking me. There I am. There I am. There I am. There I am. And keep saying it until it fades out. So, we're back at the garden.
2: Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yes. Quick snippet. Yes. That he was actually in a softcore porn TV series, Matt LeBlanc.
0: Was he? Yeah. What was it called?
2: Uh, the Red Shoe Diaries in 1992. Oh, yeah. So, wait, wait, wait. Did they... An erotic anthology series. Okay. Now I I want to find out everybody's
1: little thing that they play on from real life in the show. Because they do it to Rachel with her nose.
0: That's true. You said that was 92? Mm, Yeah. So this was 95, so that's probably part of it. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I remember the Red Shoe Diaries.
1: Uh, I don't want to know. I don't want to know either.
0: (laughs) I couldn't watch it that well because it was on the scrambled channels.
1: Oh, the early, like, okay. Uh Okay, I've I've heard. Uh I don't don't know what that is.
2: I'm too young for that. Oh, man, Kenna. Yeah. You scramble it around. It's like the scrambly boob channel. <laughs> sometimes you'd be able to get you can see boobs.
0: <laughs> it was it was showtime. That's what it was. It was channel twenty-two. It was showtime. Yeah. And it didn't come in unless you paid for it, but it was kind of scrambled. And so occasionally, sometimes it was clear enough that you could see stuff. <laughs> That's where I first watched the movie Showgirls, was down here late at night watching It Scrambled. Okay. (laughs) The other 90s kids listening know exactly what I'm talking about.
1: I know exactly what it is. I was a 90s baby, not a 90s kid. (laughs) Man. I can't.
2: (laughs) <laughs> all right moving on Whew. okay p-r-u-d-e
0: <laughs> so we're back at the garden um this the his dressing room is interesting because i like i think it's funny how they decorated it like it seems like there was more than one ice dancer in this dressing room because there are several costumes. There's a couple pair of skates. There's like a woman's outfit hanging on the door. It's really odd. I
1: think it's odd that there's nobody else in there. There's hmm. all the stuff, but there's nobody else in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just him.
1: Was he doing a solo show <laughs> that night? I don't know. It's Capades.
0: That's true. And he was a matador. So
1: Was he the star?
0: <laughs> or was there like uh, another one dressed as like a bull that was skating around?
1: <laughs> like that's what I pictured. <laughs> another bad skate show. Yeah.
0: Like you know how you have you have that horse costume where there's one in the front, one in the back. That's what I was thinking, but it's a bull. And the so people So somebody's are on ice got
1: skates. ice skates on their hands?
0: <laughs> no. Like you got you got the one person in front.
2: Or are they like <laughs> <this? laughs> lifts
0: like in a bridge pose? Well, that's true because horses with uh-huh. hmm.
2: yeah have has someone to, in the front and someone in
1: the, the back.
0: That's true. Someone would have. So to do bend. they
1: just hold hips? They just hug maybe, their hips. The maybe, person in the back.
0: <laughs> maybe they hold the hips.
1: <laughs> hold the hips. They have to fully lay their head on their on their bum on their bum and hug their hips. Mm. If both are gonna skate on their
2: feet.
0: Sounds uh, like something else I saw on the Scrambled Channel. <laughs> that's fine.
2: I don't wanna know what you saw on the Scrambled Channel. Scrambly boob
0: channel.
1: <laughs> and you keep saying that just makes me picture like scrambled egg boobs.
0: <laughs> they weren't always scrambled, sometimes it was very clear. Just depends on the day. <laughs>
2: You were lucky enough. (laughs) (laughs) Troy knows the the Scramble
1: channel too well.
0: I do. I do. Uh, Um, (coughs) Anyway, back at the garden, uh, Duncan comes out after changing. Phoebe asks, so what's up? He came to see me yesterday. Duncan says, I kind of need a divorce. Phoebe says, oh, okay, how come? Duncan replies that he ge- he's getting married again. He then says, uh, I don't know how to tell you this. I'm straight. Phoebe gasps. Then says, I don't understand. How can you be straight? Uh, you're smart and funny and throw such great Academy Award parties. <laughs> um, which in that moment, I felt a little attacked. That's I
2: was going to ask if you did. That's fine.
0: Uh, Duncan says, I know, that's why I kept telling myself, but you reach a point where you just can't live a lie anymore. Um, if Phoebe asks how long that uh, he's known, Duncan replies, well, I guess on some level I've always known I was straight. He then says, I thought I was supposed to be something else. You know, I'm, I'm an ice dancer. All my friends are gay. I was just trying to fit in. Uh, Phoebe asks, and there's actually a woman, Duncan says, her name is Deborah, Um, and then Phoebe asks, well, is she the first that you've been with, Duncan says, well, I've never told you this, but there were a couple times back in college, I'd go to a straight bar, get really drunk, and wake up with a woman next to me, I told myself it was the liquor, and everyone experiments in college. Uh, Duncan says, now I know uh, I don't have a choice about this. I was born this way. And Phoebe says, I don't know what to say. You're married to someone for six years and you think you know him, and then one day he says, oh, I'm not gay. I think. I think they handled this really well. I like how they did this.
1: I noticed only from two sitcoms so you'll have to jump in Mm -hmm. if you notice when i point it out but this show and will and grace obviously will and grace in the 90s were really pushing towards uh more representation of gay people on tv yes so this i think was a really cool play on coming out
0: Mm -hmm. but doing it backwards
1: so that people could digest it easier yeah just like the first uh male on male kiss was on will and grace mm-hmm. on tv but they do it in like this playful we're not in a relationship kind of way right so that it's super digestible but i don't know i just thought it was really interesting that both shows were doing it kind of at the same time
0: yeah i think one of the creators of friends is gay i think i can't remember which one it is
2: mm-hmm. i think it's the dude with glasses
0: is it david crane mm-hmm. okay that sounds right yeah so I think that's part of, I think that's part of the reason that they wanted to address that often because of that. Um, and, and but, but you're right though, it was really only those two that did talk about, it, but also talked about it f- respectfully, but also in a humorous way. Yeah. Because Seinfeld did it too. But they did it. They played on it more for laughs, whereas this scene in Friends was more get you to think about, like, you know, oh, it, it, like you're saying, it's like somebody coming out only it's in reverse. And
1: I think it also shows people that wouldn't it be funny if people had to come out as straight?
0: Yeah. Like, but isn't this expect- kind of ridiculous yeah. here? So yeah. don't you
1: think it's funny that we have gay people come out as gay? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, also, after Phoebe said that line, uh, you know you know him for six years, and you think you know him one day, he says, "Oh, I'm not gay." It looks like she was almost about to break. <laughs> it looked like she was just about to laugh. Yep. I noticed that. Yep, because she had a little smile, then that went away. Uh, Duncan says, "I'm still me." Uh, Phoebe says, "Why couldn't you have figured this out six years ago?" Then we're back at Ross's apartment. Monica walks out of Ross's bedroom and says, "You know, it still smells like monkey in there." Julie says, "Well, that saves us the conversation." <laughs> um. Mm, excuse me. <clears throat> uh, Chandler says, "Well, this has been great, but I'm officially wiped." And gets up to leave. They all start to leave, but Rachel stops them. Uh, Rachel says, it's only 11.30. Let's just talk. We never just hang out and talk anymore. Monica replies, Rachel, that's all we do. Rachel says, maybe that's all we do. What about Julie? And Julie responds, what about Julie? Rachel says, well, you've been in our lives for nearly two months, uh, two months now, and we don't really know you. She says, "Who is Julie? What do you like? What don't you like? We want to know everything." Julie says, "Well, uh, that could take a while." And Rachel looks at her and says, "So." Um, she then says, "Who here does not have the time to get to know Julie?" Joanne Chandler says, "Sure, I've got time." And they sit back down. Monica says, "I know her pretty well. Can I go?" Rachel just stares at her and Monica sits down. Rachel then says, okay, Julie, let's start with your childhood. What was that like? Julie then starts to say, well, in a nutshell, and Rachel stops her and says, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh. Nobody thinks this is weird. Nobody in that group thinks this is weird.
1: I think Joey and Chandler are wise to Rachel. I think they know what she's doing. Mm. And I think Monica knows what she's doing too. And but again, it's Ross being stupid yeah. and not seeing what she's doing.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet again. I think you Yeah, I think you're right. I think they know, but they're just not saying anything.
1: And I think Joey feels slightly bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um So we cut back to the dressing room where Phoebe is signing the divorce papers. She asks Duncan if he's told his parents. He says, no, but it'll be okay. They're pretty cool. My brother's straight, so. <laughs> if if uh, he starts to have, let's see, sorry. Phoebe starts to hand the papers over, but then she says she has one more question. She asks him if he had figured it out sooner, and if she had been around, if she would have been the one and then she says, no, don't tell me. I don't think either answer would make me feel better. Duncan says, I love you, Phoebe. And they hug and then they kiss.
1: I hate that, too.
0: Isn't that weird?
1: You're fully engaged, which also your parents don't know that you're fully engaged.
0: Apparently not. Yeah. I, mm, I don't know. I mean, clearly, these these two have a history. But that that was that was a weird, it was a weird button on the end of that little exchange there. I didn't it, like it. Yeah, it was it was odd. It felt odd
1: because it implied that they had kissed before.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did.
1: romantically.
0: Yeah, and yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Um, Phoebe says, "So your brother's straight, huh?" Duncan laughs and starts to walk away, and Phoebe says, "Seriously." <laughs> so We're then back at Ross's apartment Julie is talking about all of the teachers She had while everyone is trying Hard to stay awake Julie says that her second grade teacher was Mrs. Thomas and her first grade Teacher was Mrs. Cobb And Rachel responds Mrs. Gobb. Julie says No Cobb like Cobb salad Rachel then says So exactly is in a Cobb salad And that's when Chandler shoots up And says I'm going home Uh, Joey Chandler Monica walk out of the door and uh, Joey says boy that Julie's a talker, huh? Ross tells him good night as Rachel comes out Ross tells her good night and Rachel says so it's pretty late You're probably still not planning on Ross says no, I am But Rachel responds are you nervous? Ross says no, I have done it before Rachel asks if they're going to talk about it beforehand, or if he's just going to, like, pounce. Uh, Ross says that he's just going to wait and see what happens. He starts to walk in, and Rachel says, okay, good luck. Ross says, what? Rachel responds, well, it is your first time with her, and if that doesn't go well, that's pretty darn hard to recover from. Ross says, okay, now I'm nervous. And Rachel replies, well, maybe you should just put it off. And Ross answers, no, I don't want to put it off. Uh, Ross Ross says he spent last year being so unbelievably miserable, and now he's actually happy. He says he doesn't want to mess it up. Um, Rachel, who's starting to feel a little guilty, says, maybe it doesn't have to be this tough. She says, maybe you're on the right track with the whole spontaneous thing. She says, women really like that. Um... Rachel says, if it were me, I would want you to catch me off guard with, like, a really good kiss. Uh, She says it would be soft at first, but then maybe brush hair out of my face and then look far into my eyes that lets me know something amazing is about to happen. And Ross says, "Uh uh-huh. Clearly hanging on every word. Then Rachel continues. She says, then you pull me really close to you, so I'll be pressed up right against you. And she says then it would get kind of sweaty and blurry and then it's just happening ross pauses for a second then says thanks rachel good night rachel then gets upset and slowly falls to the ground he shuts the door
1: once again doesn't pick up on anything
0: at all yeah it seems like he kind of does though because he's like it it seems like he's almost looking at her like longingly,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but then he's just like, "Okay, good night." Yep. Again, I I don't know. Been obsessed with this woman for years. <sighs> fine. It's fine, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So we're now at the end credits. Uh, Ross is walking down the street as "Singing in the Rain" is playing. He's clearly in a good mood. There are two old women sitting on a bench. Ross picks up some garbage and happily throws it away. He spins around a light post, then says good morning to the two old women. And that's when we get another guest star alert. Uh,
2: Janice Davies. Yes. Uh, she was born in 1931 in Chicago. And she died January 15, 2008 in India. Hmm. India? Mm-hmm. Oh, Interesting. Okay. Nineteen acting credits. Um, sex, drugs, guns, American Playhouse, Friends, and Hmm.
0: Okay. She also in Seinfeld. That helps. Of course, she was. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it say what episode she was? She was in on Seinfeld. Curious.
2: Hmm. No. No. Wait.
0: Wait. Yes? No. Yes?
2: Season 1, episode 9, I think.
0: That doesn't help me. All right. I don't know. All right, that's fine. Anyway. One of the women uh, says to the other, well, somebody got some last night. Ross passes them and then comes back, leans down and says, twice.
2: I have it. Sorry. (laughs) Season 7, episode 14, the Cadillac. Oh.
0: Oh, the one where Jerry bought his dad a Cadillac. He's probably part of the old folks' home that they live at.
2: I can't help you. I've never seen it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. (laughs) Talking to the people listening. (laughs) Um, yeah, he says twice and happily walks away as the old women look shocked. Why does Ross want to tell everybody when he gets laid? Why?
1: Because it never happens for him.
0: Apparently, he's so excited to tell everybody when it does.
1: Even when it happens to Chandler, he tells Ross and Joey. That's it. Mm. Sometimes the girls. But Ross tells every single soul he can. And so, Joey just doesn't mention it because it happens frequently for him.
0: It's true. Very true. Um, all right. What what was your uh Overall thoughts on this episode.
1: It's not my favorite. Not your favorite? Mm-hmm. No, I neither. It's one of those filler episodes to me.
0: Hmm. It seems like every time we get a Julie episode, we kind of describe it as a filler episode. I think they we've said feel that before. that
2: way. Mm. I think that's just kind of the building blocks to their relationship. Right. Ross and Rachel. Right. And I feel like we...
1: I feel like they do this a lot, where they pull people into Phoebe's life, and then they just vanish for the rest of the entire series. Mm -hmm. Never to be brought up again.
0: Mm -hmm. Except her brother. Except
1: Mm -hmm. her brother. Another actor that I find really funny.
0: (laughs) Yes, he is funny. But I mean, that's kind of Phoebe's life, right? I mean, she has people to come in, and then they're gone. That's true. She is a mystery. She is. I don't mind this episode. Um, It was easier to watch this one and just, you know, and and to get through it as it was like a couple episodes ago. Um, I don't mind this one. I like the next episode a lot better. Me too. Than this one, but we'll get to that one. It's not that
1: I hate this episode. No, not at all. Like if it were on and that's what it was to watch, cool. Yeah.
2: But as far as dissecting, it's kind of boring. Yeah. Also, I was gonna bring up. I totally forgot. In their apartment, the smiley face mug is still there. Mm-hmm. But also on one of the chairs, like a, one of the red chairs, there's a picture of what looks like Marilyn Monroe. Really. In her younger years, when she you know changed and mm-hmm. blonde and stuff, it looks just like her, just like a. Really. Four by six picture.
0: You said on one of the chairs.
2: Mm-hmm. One of the chairs. The one that, feet, uh, no, sorry, the one that Rachel stands behind when she's grabbing the
0: bird. hmm Yeah. Oh, on that chair. Hmm. All right. Okay. Um, I think it's also interesting that our guest stars were, like, at the very beginning and the very end. That's interesting. So, let's get to worst and best friend of the episode. What do you guys think for worse? I think Rachel. Rachel. Mm-hmm. Rachel. Rachel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Have a no-brainer there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so then, best friend, I would say Phoebe.
1: Can you elaborate?
0: Well, because Phoebe did do a lot for Duncan. I know he's not part of, like, the main six, but in... I mean, she got him. She got married to him so that he could get a green card. So he could come in to the country to make his way as an ice dancer. Like, you know, I know that, again, it had nothing to do with the main six, but the I other. I feel
2: like not a lot like, does this hap- episode. Yeah, nothing happens. So I yeah. would say, yeah, Phoebe. Yeah, they yeah. didn't do
0: much.
1: I'll agree with Phoebe. All right. I'll concur. concur. I just didn't have a best. <clears throat> That's why I went. I need to know why. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't even really think about worst and best until we get to it.
1: I think about Dang. it all episode long. Do you? It's my favorite part. Oh. is picking the worst and the best. All
0: right. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, thanks for listening. If you did, if you like the podcast, make sure to like it, subscribe to it, share it around. <laughs> um, and tune in next week. When we talk about Friends Season 2, Episode 5, the one with five stakes and an eggplant. Until then, remember, we'll be there for you. See ya.